We back in the lab, we making some noise, so go turn your decibels up. What's good, everybody? Jordan Chapman here, geoarchaeologist and co-host of the B-Scientist podcast. As Jen and I were recording this episode, I didn't realize how low my mic was, so just wanted to worry about that in case things got a little annoying and give you the highlights. So, Jen is going to Costa Rica and Ecuador this summer and will be going for most of the summer, and I'm going to be starting a new PhD program in geoscience at Baylor University in Texas and will be moving there later this summer. With that said, we won't be doing much recording, but you might get a special episode from us on June 19th. There may be one or two more episodes after that, but it's not really guaranteed. We're also looking for an editor or director to lead the development of our Be Scientist magazine and to be a producer of this show. If you know anyone, tell them to email us at contactus at the bside.org or they can visit b-side.org and we'll take it from there. We will be back either late in the summer or early in the fall with new episodes of Be Scientist. So until then, be scientist and go on with the show. We back in the lab, we making some noise, so go turn your decibels up. Yeah. Black skin, white coat, oh no, who was nice as us? Made Jim Sam really told us no limits, so we about to take this up. Went from mixing in the kitchen to the lab, and now now I can make this up. Be side, be scientist, be side, be scientist. We shining a light on the people of color to show them how fly it is. Be side, be scientist, be side, be scientist. We back in the lab with white coats on our back, trying to show what time it is. Hey. Science Coalition and Institute, or B-Side. When you hear this noise, that is our in-podcast citation. So please go to b-side.org to see all of our citations ever. I am geoarchaeologist Jordan Chapman, and as always, we have the dope chemist herself. Jana Carpenter. And this is going to be a very short episode today, because it's the end of the semester. People are tired. People are about to go on summer vacation or something like that so jenna what's going on with you this summer well i have kind of a packed summer i mm-hmm. received a uh, national science foundation international research experience scholarship of sorts <laughs> which is pretty exciting because i did not get the nsf grfp which i really wanted to get but this is the next best thing i think so what that entails is uh, a two-week course called Choco Rico. Uh, so this will be kind of like understanding the history and traditional process of making chocolate from cacao. Uh, and so I'll spend two weeks in Costa Rica. We fly into Liberia, Costa Rica. And we make our way down 25 miles south. (laughs) I've been trying, I've been working on my Spanish. Uh, Shout out to Duolingo. Um, They both scare me and learn, help me learn things all in the same way. Um, (laughs) So uh, we fly into Liberia and then we travel our way down to the uh, capital of San Jose, Costa Rica. And along that path, we will get to. see the traditional process of, of fermentating cacao into it until it becomes into a manufactured product of chocolate like we know it. And we get to really experience the culture um, behind chocolate making because it does have a pretty rich culture. Um, and all cacao actually originates in Ecuador. And so 
what I will do after Costa Rica is travel to Guayaquil, Ecuador, in South America. Um, yeah. And that's where I will be at Espo. I cannot give you the full <laughs> name right now because I will butcher uh, that. Uh. But, um, but while I'm in Guayaquil, I'll be working on the main project that I got the scholarship for to begin with, which is to identify uh, the metabolites of both processes along the way of fermentation of the cacao flesh itself or the mu- mucilage. Um, and then I'll also be testing bacteria that helps in the fermentation process to identify key metabolites that kind of make chocolate what it is, that that sensory sensation and experience that you get when you eat chocolate. Um, and so they're trying to find a way to identify those novel metabolites that make chocolate eating such an enjoyable experience and find ways to make a better practice of um, manufacturing cacao so that every time you make it, no matter where you are in the world, if you can make, if you can grow cacao and you can make really good chocolate. And so this will go back to the culture aspect because a lot of the times, you know, you can go buy chocolate for a dollar, you know, at any convenience store. But if you think about it, the cacao that's used for that chocolate, someone is losing money along the way. And it's always going to be the first person that that farmer who's farming the cacao. And so they're trying to patent these manufacturing processes to help make sure that these farmers who are actually doing the work will get paid better wages and they can kind of bypass this this crazy finance thing that all of these companies kind of monopolize off of. So you're right. Yeah. So you're only in Costa Rica for like two weeks. Yeah. Costa Rica for two weeks. It's kind of like a course. So Uh I'm, I'm one of two grad students and the rest are undergrads and we're all going to experience chocolate making in its rawest form. So, so wait a second. So, so you're going to go to Costa Rica, but then mm-hmm. after Costa Rica, you're going to Ecuador, right? Right. Is right. that happening all in the same trip, or are you doing it two different No. Trips? Right. So it is two different trips. Oh. Um, I'll come back to the States after Costa Rica on May 27th. And yeah. <laughs> in between the two trips, I'll also be attending a conference in Minnesota, the American yeah. Society for Mass Spectrometry, ASMS in Minnesota from June 4th through June 9th. And then June 16th until August 12th is when I go to Ecuador for eight weeks. So how many weeks? Just a little, uh, just like eight. Eight weeks. Yeah. Just a quick little, quick little thing. Yeah. Yeah. I jumped to South America, tippy toe, I guess. I don't know how many people go. I don't need to sleep. It's fine. <laughs> sleep on a plane. Yeah, exactly. That. That, but uh, that's dope as hell, though. Actually, I did. I knew you about Costa Rica. I think you mentioned that you were going to be traveling somewhere else, but I didn't understand how it all kind of like fit together. I guess. Yeah. But you're basically yeah. just going to be going the whole summer. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 
pretty much. Wow. I kind of don't, I always have been a little, because um, every time someone, I, someone's like, aren't you going to do research somewhere? I'm always like, okay, do I tell them the whole, like, the whole, sp- the whole spiel? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm doing this, and then I'm doing this, and then I'm doing this. Or do I just be like, yeah, 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 I'm going to wherever. I mean, yes. but that's cool. Like, um, goddamn. I <laughs> just like the last time I did field school that left the country was in 2014, I think, something like that. And I went to Israel. The motherland. We were only there. Yeah, we were there for a month, and it was like cool, but eight weeks. That's tr- like plus. So that's eight weeks. That's two months plus the two weeks they're going to be in Costa Rica plus the conference. So that's like almost two and a half to three months on the road. Yeah. Yeah. International scientist. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm I'm just scientists. trying to get I'm just trying to get those stamps on my passport. Yeah. You know. Stamps. <laughs> but nah, like Israel's on the other side of the globe. So at least I mean, I'm still I'm on the same line of latitude. <laughs> You know what That's I mean? interesting. I never thought about oh, that. Wait, <laughs> longitude, longitude. Yeah, longitude. Well, yeah. Please, geographers, don't don't come after me. It's only a minor. I only got a minor, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, because I, cool. I will not be on the same line of latitude because it's along the equator. Yeah, latitude. Yeah. I always think about latitude as like a ladder, basically. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you go up and down the ladder. You climb up the ladder, right? Yeah, longitude is like slice. Oh. But that's still cool, that? though. What was that Nothing. little? Okay, okay. It's a slice right. of pizza. That's basically because it is kind of like a slice. Anyway, but yeah, you're gonna have to tell when you come back. Uh, so mm-hmm. one, like, I feel like if you're listening to the podcast right now, you're like, damn, Jenna, like, you're gonna be all over the place. You might, you might basically you'll be going to Mars. So, but <laughs> we don't get a lot of episodes from us this summer. That's probably why we have talked about one thing we might do, which it was actually Jenna's idea. I won't say it. I'm not going to spoil it because I do think it's a dope idea. But when that happens, yeah, you might enjoy that. But if you don't get a lot of episodes from us this summer, uh, it's because Jenna is, I don't even know, getting her wings, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, for sure. But I feel like we could document it on, mm-hmm. through through B-Side as a um, to give people an understanding, like, you know, we don't always have to be in a lab to do science. Right. Sometimes you can get flown to Ecuador and yeah. <laughs> just, you know, you out somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. But on a serious <laughs> note, I will be extremely careful. I'm lucky enough to have been raised by both a cop and a family full of military personnel. Uh-huh. So I have had the fear of God instilled in me um, from all of my family members. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> dope, dope, dope. But that's cool. So my plans this summer, honestly, I don't have... It's not as exciting as Ecuador, <laughs> to tell you that, or even Costa Rica. But, um, yeah, so this summer I will be finishing up my master's which might be a bit of a spin from what people kind of expect because uh, i have been a phd student here at the university of georgia for like four years but sometime last semester i decided that 
it'd be better if I got a master's at UGA um, in anthropology. And in the fall, I'll actually be starting a PhD program at Baylor University in Waco, Texas. Um, and that won't be in anthropology, that will be in geoscience. So yeah, I got accepted into the geoscience department at Baylor. So I'm gonna be going to Baylor in August, but I will be back home in Philly for about a month before going to Texas. But other than that, um, it's gonna that's be- That's exciting so, though. Yeah, so that's happening. And then if you hear about a new B-style chapter at Baylor, that's probably why, because you're probably gonna try to try to start a chapter there. So yeah. So have you already started thinking about research projects or is that something to think about once you get there? No, I have. Um, you know, it's funny because uh, when I first uh, got accepted here at the University of Georgia, I remember thinking as soon as I got in, I was like, okay. And then I accepted, I was like, all right, we need to start thinking about uh, what the plan is right now. Like we need to think about what the project's gonna be, like all that stuff. I'll say that when you do that, it becomes like, you kind of put yourself in an interesting spot, you know? You, you, start, you start doing that and then you're like, all right, well, but where's my summer? And I think you should not do that if you're going into grad school. If, you're for, if this is like one of those if you're a first-time grad student, I think you should enjoy that summer before grad school starts. Absolutely. This isn't. This won't be my first rodeo, I guess. I say rodeo because Texas, but it won't be my <laughs> first rodeo. But like you know, I just think about it like you need the time off, and I think that is even more clear when you look back about how, how these last few years went with COVID. I think we're all still pretty exhausted from that, and the the plethora of other crazy world events that have happened over the last couple of years. So I think taking a little bit of time off is probably best for all grad students before going to, before they start any program. Again, you know, it's a little bit weird because it is like going from a master to a PhD and I am like still kind of working on like the final parts of the actual thesis because I'm not technically graduating until August. I've already done the thesis defense. Uh, that went well, but um, in terms of like finishing off it's not not until August but with all that said you know I, I just think that if I could go back in time and talk to uh past Jordan I'd be like listen <laughs> like all that stuff you're thinking about before going to grad school like oh I need a project right now I need to try to get ahead of the game like yes but like also like you know take some time off so that's kind of how I'm approaching it now it's like I'm going to work on this master's get that done and once I get to, to Texas I'll be like all right Let's get to work. And then mm -hmm. hopefully I'm trying to be out as fast as possible. I have some ideas about what I might do, but, you know, things change. So we'll see. Well, that's good, though. I'm glad that you are giving yourself some space to be a human because I, yeah. I feel very inhuman sometimes in grad school mm -hmm. where I'm just like, what am I even doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah, what am sure. I doing here? <laughs> like. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you're giving yourself some space for sure, because right. I was just talking with someone today, actually, who kind of like equated grad school to like, okay, you get there your first year and it's kind of like you're in the honeymoon stage, you know, you're kind of just doing the things, you're going to your classes and you're like, man, I'm in grad school, man. <laughs> and then you 
are no longer in the honeymoon stage and you're like mm-hmm. wow this is kind of messed up um, <laughs> what am i doing here <laughs> right. so they just finished their first year in the chemistry department mm-hmm. and we were talking about that because they're just like yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not having a great time it's <laughs> like yeah i know <laughs> yeah i remember um our first time when i was telling you about how it would go in your first mm-hmm. i would say like the honeymoon stage for me probably lasted maybe the first week honestly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the first week here was like okay like I'm in a new place. It's everything's different now. I got to do stuff, but it's fine. B-side is like going to happen. It was still real early for B-side too. And then the second week they were like, read this book um, by next week. And it was like, excuse moi? By next week you say a book? This book? This book? I don't, this book's kind of boring, honestly. I don't want to read this book for, what do you mean? I got a week. And then after that, I was like, oh, this is going to be trash. And yeah, so yeah, that happens. Uh, I do think things can be slightly better at Baylor because part of the reason I'm leaving UGA is that there are sets of classes that I need to take if I want to be the scientist that I want to be one day or at least have the option of being and they're not offered uh, on a a consistent basis here at UGA like for example Mm -hmm. geochemistry um, things like that those but there was a time when those classes probably were taught they are on like uh, the UGA like bulletin which has all the past classes of um, that have been taught here at UGA but they're not being taught enough to where I comfortably take those classes and can do the research that I want to do or like in the flavor of the research I want to do so mm-hmm. it became super tough for that reason alone um and then I was just like yeah, I can't keep just taking I, I was kind of running around, around like with like a chicken with a tip cut off like I was trying to take any class that would get me closer to that and because there was not a lot of options I was just kind of trying to do as much as possible without really directing the effort, uh, efforts. Um, so we're just like, all right, you, you need to take some steps back and think about what's going on here at UGA. Um, and eventually that came down to having to leave UGA. I will say it is a bit frustrating because I do, I am going to miss some of the other, other grad students in my program. Also, like, I'm going to miss being like, just being like, hey, Jenna, are, are we, whose place are we going to record this podcast at? Um, that's going to be annoying. But I mean, we're right right now. We're recording o- online. We're in a platform called Riverside FM, and it works fine. You know, it's just not going to be the same as being like, all right, like in person. But I know other podcasts that do that too. So that's where I'm like, we'll be fine. So there will still be. So you might not get that many episodes from us over the summertime, but in the fall, um, you'll probably get more from us, and you know, it's going to be fine. Like in terms of all that stuff that you get from B side, like it's not, we've kind of always been virtual anyway, so it, that part won't be affected too much. So. Yeah, well, I'm excited that you get to have a new beginning somewhere else that is not UGA. Since I still go here, I will not say anything else yeah. about UGA, but <laughs> yeah, I'm you happy can, yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, I am excited to try to start a uh, B-Soccer at that Baylor, too, I think. Especially, my, so my plan at Baylor will be to, like, basically just make them do, like, start a chapter that focuses a lot on science communication. So hopefully you'll get a lot of different um, content out of here. Because um, I, I probably will, if I can get um, students to be interested, I probably will teach some students how to make a podcast or something like that. Or at least how to make not a bad podcast. I guess a passable podcast because we had some struggles at the beginning, but we figured it out. So, like, so I'm hoping they can figure it out too. Yeah, that'll be awesome. And mm-hmm. we've been wanting to do more outreach anyway, so I feel like right. it'll just be great all all around. I think mm-hmm. so. That's happening. Um, that's kind of what's going on with us. Um, you know, we're still working on a magazine. That is, uh, we in the I and some amount of time there will be an application going out that you might see on social media if you follow the podcast about a editorial director. So if you listen to this podcast and you are interested in being a volunteer on the editorial board for a magazine, um, then you might get an application soon or you, you'll be able to fill out an application soon. Um, that link isn't out yet because we are waiting for a few more things, but it should be out. It might actually be out next week, to be honest. So maybe it will be out when the podcast comes out. But that's happening if you're interested in that. And then even later in the summertime, we're going to be having a program director um, position opening. Um, and those are all board member positions. So if you want to um, work with me and Jenna, you know, be part of the dream team um, and some of the other VSOP uh, board members, then that time's coming up soon. There might even, there's going to be a third one um, for not too long. Um, I don't have an exact date on that, but that will also happen. Um, so if those two don't sound like your i guess ideal position then just look out for the third one um and hopefully that one might fit your um taste a little bit better but that's happening so those are other things happening with bsoft um um, broadly speaking and then um it is helpful or at least convenient that uh jenna won't be here uh for some parts of the summer because we will also be going on a break we were going to be going on a break anyway for juneteenth but we are happy that jenna's getting to see the world she's becoming cultured I guess. Yeah, that that makes what, you and probably not the rest of my family. I think they're all very sick. But yeah, please keep in touch with me. Y'all can reach me on WhatsApp if you really want to. I don't know. <laughs> um, social media. Social media. Hit uh, <laughs> up Jenna to say hi. Make sure she's doing okay. Yeah. Make sure I'm still alive. Check in. Yeah, and if you get a phone call that, that says it's from Florence Carpenter, just pick it up. She just let it, just be like, she's all right, man. She's yeah, okay. She's That's good. my mom, by the way. Okay. Um. So yeah, just because she, I feel like she would move the earth to figure out where I'm at. So just uh, yeah, stay tuned. I will keep BSI updated, <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm excited to learn new things yeah we're gonna be excited to hear about all your summer stories i mean that's all we really have for you guys today honestly it is again the end of a very long semester and a very long academic year jen is about to go to the beach we don't want to keep her too (laughs) long (laughs) so with that said um stay scientists be scientists until next time and we'll catch you then all right guys Be Scientist is a podcast by the Black Science Coalition and Institute, or BSI, a 501c3 nonprofit. Be Scientist is hosted by both Jenna Carpenter, chemist, 
and BSAS Research and Development Officer, and Jordan Chapman, Geoarchaeologist and BSAS President. Music is produced by Delarallo, and lyrics are by Ed Yama. Special thanks to Michael, Mike, Cast, and Marshall, and the Plaza Abbey Studios. If you'd like to donate to B-Side, visit our official website, bside.org. That's b-side.org. Your donation supports the B-Scientist and B-Side's other projects. We couldn't do it without you. So, please tune in next time, and always, be scientists.